No one has ever made an impact by standing on the sidelines, whimpering, complaining, or protesting without taking action. We make progress by implementing our ideas. Pharmacists must take action. This is Polititalk Rx, the highly charged, sometimes controversial, political internet radio talk show dedicated to the profession of pharmacy. The policies that shape our healthcare system are complex, and pharmacists, pharmacy professionals, and industry stakeholders must have a seat at the table to participate in conversations, discussions, and debates, which lead to actions that drive change supporting the profession of pharmacy. This podcast is intended to shake up the status quo and promote change to promote the profession of pharmacy while advocating for better patient care delivered by pharmacists. Polititalk Rx is part of the U.S. healthcare system's largest and most influential network of podcasts dedicated to our profession, the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Hey, it's Todd Yuri, founder of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I'm thrilled. I have been wanting to put together a show dedicated to professional pharmacy, as well as other healthcare providers, about politics, about policy, about our industry specifically. It's been hard to find the right person to partner with, but I met an amazing guy over a year ago, Dr. Scott Chelson. He's with NSU. This is the guy. This is the go-to. Scott, I'm excited you're here to help launch Polititalk Rx. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Todd, I am ecstatic to be here. Um, just as you said, it took us long enough to get here, yeah. but we are here and uh, happy to be here. Um, as mentioned, I am with NSU or Nova Southeastern University College of Pharmacy. I'm the director of student transitions, which I could talk about a little bit, and also an assistant professor. I started off my career in 2014, um, but basically I started my pharmacy career. I would say my professional career started many years before that. I went to marketing companies, so uh, that's a little bit why I'm well known for the branding and um, progressive thinking when it comes to pharmacy. As soon as I got out of school, I took on a couple roles. I was uh, working in oncology pharmacy at the University of Miami at Sylvester Comprehensive Cancer Center. I was a consultant, and I owned my own company, and I was traveling the nation speaking at locations like Johns Hopkins University, uh, GE, and so on about public health and our role as healthcare professionals and not just pharmacists. I spoke about health, wellness, and and I really truly wanted to educate patients because one of the things that I realized while I was going to pharmacy school or um, learning outside was science and healthcare are just not quote-unquote sexy. Um, And and it was a real big emphasis for me to be able to bring the attention to what we're doing because it's very important, obviously. Um, But it wasn't well known and obviously people need to be guided. So uh, that's where I started my career, and then I had the opportunity to come back here and give some of my traits and uh, passion and spark plug back to this university, and since then, we've done a pretty amazing job. I've been here for two years, and I think uh, I'm doing bringing a lot of value. So, Very much so. You know, something I recognize as someone who's been in industry, pharmacy specifically, starting out in technology, and I recognize this of you, Scott, is your fusion of business with academia and being able to exemplify the value of the future pharmacist based on exposing them to things that they don't normally get during their education. You just launched a summit, which the next one will be coming up in uh, November. Just give us a tiny little snippet of that, why it was so popular, why it was so out of the box and different, 
and why, in my opinion, it was the best student-engaging conference that I've ever been to. Well, basically, again, my position as the director of student transitions, it was created upon me coming to this college. Um, My background, again, marketing, branding, I really worked with some of the top professionals in the state and, and on a national level and really saw what executives were looking for. And my whole mentality was not to create better pharmacists, but to be creating better professionals. And one of those, uh, one of the biggest factor in any profession is networking, marketing, and building those relationships. Too many times, and you'll hear it from some of the most well-known individuals around the nation like Gary Vee and so on, that education fails us. You know, too many times we get taught to take tests. And I went to pharmacy school. I went to undergrad. I know that I was basically a product of my test scores Mm -hmm. and the values that I brought to the table were never analyzed or um, broken down. And so my self-awareness was not there. What I knew was whether I was good at taking tests or not. And I believe that with my role here, again, my goal is, is to create better professionals with a niche in pharmacy because it's very, very unique um, and it's very much needed, uh, but to create better professionals. So the Future Summit brought together 75 different companies. We had over 500 people show up. Uh, But one of the biggest things, too, was business-to-business interaction. Uh, As you know, um, businesses don't just show up because they want to show up and help others. They have a mentality of business. That's right. So I wanted to be able to bring businesses together. I wanted to be able to bring students to see what businesses, how, what they do, how they interact. And I also wanted to bring the different organizations and federal government agencies to the table because many times we miss out on those. We always think, pharmacy, I'm going to go work in a pharmacy. And I wanted to show the students their potential and their value. I never talk to students like students. And I know maybe that's my downfall in academia. Uh, and I use my quote, my, my um, what are these? Quote sil- fingers. Yeah, quote fingers. The these, old uh, quote fingers. The air up. quotes. Um, <laughs> and, and, I, and I say that because I, I believe if you talk to an individual and you – not pa- you don't patronize them, but you talk to them like a professional. They start to realize their value, and I start. I think they start to engage it within themselves. When you oppress somebody's thinking, they only become a product of what they know to become or are guided to become. So when I talk to my students, I tell them, "This is your potential. You may not be living up to it right now, but you'd be damn sure that I'm going to get you there." So Future Summit was an eye opener for a lot of people. We've been. Uh, told by many major corporations that we are the now top tier school in the state to go to for careers and opportunities for future candidates. That's amazing. Congratulations on that. I want to talk about PolitiTalkRx and why I'm so excited about this show. This is an important part of the network. We reach almost 70,000 listeners now. If you're listening to the show and this is the first time that you've listened to the Pharmacy Podcast Network, all you have to do is go ahead and Google Pharmacy Podcast, it'll come right up, pharmacypodcast.com. But but PolitiTalkRx, and the reason why, Scott, I believe you're the right person to host and to drive this, when we're talking about politics, these are the activities associated with governance of organizations, bodies, um, companies, especially with the debate or conflict among individuals or parties having hope to achieve a specific level of power and or influence. So that's the crux of what is PolitiTalkRx. Now we can dive into the verticals of what we're going to be talking about, and we're certainly going to review that with Scott. But if you're listening to the show and you are passionate about PBMs, drug prices, the opioid epidemic, 
certain politicians in your region from a state perspective, a local perspective, access to care, um, transparency in this entire ball of um, goo that is the uh, healthcare policy industry and the changing of the guard and uh, what happened from Obama to Trump and the ACA. And I mean, there's so much that we can review and talk about, but guess what? Pharmacy hasn't been at the table like physicians, like the PBMs, like the lawmakers that were in place. This show is nothing but pharmacy-focused healthcare policy discussions and what is the future of pharmacy and what is the future of politics in pharmacy. I know people say, Scott, and I'm not, I'm not against politics. I love politics. I love debating. I love debating two sides of, of – and we have to make sure we do uh, have both sides. But it's important to get both sides so that we can meet somewhere in the middle, and that's just it. We have to meet in the middle to get stuff done. So give us your view of PolitiTalkRx and what you'd like to actually bring to the show, Scott. Well, when you and I started our discussion about PolitiTalkRx, I think the biggest fear we had is that people were going to take the show as very political, politically driven and too dense. And our goal is to make it fun, exciting, right. and really soft so that people can understand the system. I, I've always said this, uh, and I continue to say this. I, I teach my students, and I say it within every meeting. If you do not understand the system, you only become a product of it. Right. And so, and, and, yeah. and that's truly what it means. I mean, I don't want to create a staff pharmacist. I want to create the best professionals within that pharmacy. I also want to create better, like I said, professionals, but I want to create individuals that are going to be focused not just on pharmacy, but more so on public health. The world of politics is a big game. And if you know how to play it, you will be very good in your end results and outcomes. And I think that too many times we are very passionate, but we don't know how to play that game right. and we end up losing. So one of the initiatives here uh, for our show is to bring on the most educated experts in their areas and to really bring their information to the limelight and, and really help people understand what it is that you know they're trying to convey, what's being done today, and also try to help some of our legislators, lobbyists, and our constituents of those individuals understand it as well. Um, I'm a public health servant. I'm not a pharmacist. I'm a pharmacist by title, but I'm a public health servant. So anytime I have an opportunity to work on public health and be at the forefront of that initiative, as you saw with my experience with the opioids, right. um, you know, with the medical marijuana or as let's be uh, uh, politically correct here since we're on political politi cannabis. Yes, medical <laughs> cannabis. Um, you know, it's, it's really about bringing it to the limelight. And uh, medical cannabis is a perfect example. Too many times we talked about how it's not, it shouldn't be medical, it shouldn't be medical, it shouldn't be medical. But many times our pharmacy organizations didn't prepare for it to happen. Right. And I always think that it, I have a motto that you, you expect the best, prepare for the worst. You know, you want to expect the best by your efforts and the, the, the things that you put forth, but prepare for it if it doesn't happen. And I think we've missed that mark many times in our pharmacy profession, and, and then we go back and complain. Right. And we sit in this complacency bubble, and, uh, you know, I see individuals complaining about their jobs and corporations, this and that. It's your fault. Yep. And the only way to get to the next level and, and to make something of this is – to collaborate, communicate, get the information out there, hear your views, hear my views, hear uh, the, the surrounding individual's views, and bring this all to a collective 
platform, and this is that. So, I mean, we're going to be dedicated to the profession. We're going to be dedicated to education. Uh, we're going to be bringing many politicians on. I know that we've talked about um, – well, actually, I'll let you introduce our second show guest if you yeah. would like. So we are, are after the shining star in our pharmacy industry who came aboard politics with uh, a tremendous amount of excitement in 2015, um, Buddy Carter with the great state of Georgia, 1st Congressional District – Buddy has been an advocate uh, to bring a pharmacist a seat at the table. Um, however, he's doing everything that he needs to do to serve his constituents. So, Buddy, we're definitely going to have you on the show. Also, Shane Reeves. If anybody knows Shane Reeves and his background with regards to um, his um, uh, 12 Stone organization, 12 Stone is a um, consultancy group that works in long-term care and senior care pharmacy. And Shane uh, just became, he's a brand new um, politician, uh, brand new for the state of uh, Tennessee as state senator, um, definitely a target. We're gonna, we're gonna be talking with uh, people who command uh, payment models. Um, I wanna bring on people from CMS in our government. I wanna bring on pharmacy, CEOs who are running our state associations. Um, between the both of us, Scott, we know probably at least half of them, if not more. So if you're listening to the show and you have a show idea or even a politician that you have a personal relationship with that you know would be a good provider of information, please send us um, information. Send it to publisher at pharmacypodcast.com. Once again, that's the word publisher at pharmacypodcast.com. Scott, this is bigger than just like you said. This is bigger than politics. This is us setting the stage to get people talking about and discussing things in their places of work, but to be educated so that when you do talk about it, you actually have good resources of information to actually um, provide your own ideas, which is extremely important, but also be intelligent about it. Well, you know, it's funny because anytime I argue with somebody, whether it be on Facebook as we all like to do, <laughs> or in person about a certain policy, my first question is, have you read the bill? Right. And 99% right. of the time, if not more, they have not. Um, I actually am the faculty advisor here at the college for the legislative task force for our student government. And it is one of the most important items that I bring to the table is I make sure that our students and our uh, leading leaders in, in the organization know the bills left and right. Too many times we see these campaigns and these negative ads against certain bills because they're not in agreement or they, they this big, uh, again, my air quotes, we're going to lose our jobs rather than we're going to transfer our responsibilities. And I think that when we look at the big Amazons, the pill packs, and more even controversial subjects, we need to understand the policies and how they exist. I know you and I were just talking about, for instance, and, and I love topics like this, by the way. So if you don't like controversial topics, please don't listen. Um, <laughs> That's but, right. But if you're very interested in understanding what's going on and you're not scared to face the facts, this is the show for you. This will be the show for you because at the end of the day, you will be empowered to have a voice as well. We invite you to come on. We invite you to talk. We invite for your feedback as well. But we will be talking about things like Ah, my favorite, birth control. Um, for one, you know, you have a group of uh, individuals, whether it be physicians or not, that don't believe pharmacists should be prescribing birth control um, to begin with. Yet we sell Plan B over the counter 
uh, down the aisle, and um, I don't see anybody taking 20 packs of that and overdosing any time. <laughs> right. um, but I'd rather have a pharmacist explaining to a uh, individual that's interested in taking it properly, having access and that education in their face. Uh, but we'll also be talking about the pharmacist, like the Walgreens pharmacist, denying the woman for miscarriage medication because it goes against their ethics. Now, Walgreens, definitely, this is nothing against Walgreens, and, and I can tell you Walgreens is a major partner and innovating a lot of pharmacy space right now, uh, especially with their online chat, and I love what they're doing in politics. They're really helping with the opioids ep- epidemic, yep. so give them a full bunch of credit. But there's always going to be bad apples yep. and bad apple pharmacists. So, you know, the ACLU just did a uh, case on an Arizona pharmacist that also uh, denied an individual for birth control and or miscarriage uh, medication. Listen, I, I believe strongly, strongly, strongly you are in healthcare. Your job is to deliver health care. Right. Your job is not to deny access. And, and, and to be honest with you, if it is, if you think that's your job, you need to leave this profession. You need to go home and figure your life out because we are here to deliver health care. So find a different area, find a different job. That's what I say because <laughs> I am here to deliver health care. I'm here to l- deliver public health. So I'm not going to be um, shading away from the soft or the hard topics to discuss. We are going to be tackling them with our experts and with individuals that are just as passionate as I and Todd you are. Yeah, and you know what? That that's a good point, Scott. So we we want our audience to know there's always two sides of a topic. So if you ever hear something on PolitiTalkRx that you want to voice or you want to bring someone else that might be an expert to the subject, hey, we're, we can come back to that podcast. As a matter of fact, we're teaming up with Helium Radio that's going to make us um, going to make us an, an, a, actually an internet radio uh, station, which is incredible. And we're going to be able to open up phone lines to this show when we're recording live to interact with our audience. So that's something else that I want our listeners to know. You're going to become part of the PolitiTalkRx show if you want to be. But be ready to think outside the box and be ready to think hard and be ready to bring good information because this is the, this is the place to challenge that on the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is the podcast about healthcare and pharmacy policy and what it means for the future of our, of our industry. Well, what is the future of pharmacy? One, one thing uh, that you, you, you did talk about is giving – people the voice, right? Giving them opportunity to talk. I think too many times there's pharmacists and I I talk to so many different types of pharmacists, so I won't isolate any, but that have no time to go up to legislation, that have no time to reach out to your legislator, despite it being easy, I will say, but I understand, you know, your job 40, 50, 60 hours a week. I mean, I commend you pharmacists for literally, literally saving healthcare because if we didn't have pharmacists, let's be honest. Healthcare would be a lot more, how do I say, shitty. Um, and, and I hate to say it in that manner, but we have such a bad healthcare system. Almost 20% of our GDP is spent on healthcare. And much of that is wasted dollars. Wasted dollars. Uneducated patients, patients without access, patients using emergency rooms because they don't have access to their physicians. Because pharmacists don't have the legislation to be able to grant that access to our patients, as we just discussed with things like birth control. Why should you wait two, three weeks to have sex when you could go to a pharmacy and get birth control? Yeah. Why? I'm just asking. I don't want to wait. I I don't want to wait either. (laughs) 
and 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 I I mean I'm not taking it, so I mean we'll we'll have a discussion about that. But there, hey, there now is a birth control for males, so we could discuss a little <laughs> oh, bit about boy. that. Oh, um, boy. <laughs> who knows the long term effects of that? But um, despite all that, I mean the goal here is not to be a voice for you, but to empower you with a voice. And I think if you think about that for a second, that is truly what you want. You don't want to be guided. You don't want to be knocking on the outside and yelling through the window. You want to have a seat at the table. Right. And this right here, we're setting the table. Absolutely. Scott, I'm excited about Politotocrax. Been waiting quite some time. Everybody stay tuned. Uh, come back to Politotocrax and, and just take a look at what we're doing. Make sure that you tweet us at Pharmacy Podcast um, as well as Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on PharmacyPodcast.com. Anything else before we close up the inaugural launch of Polititalk Rx, Scott? Well, before we go, I, I do want to say, let's keep in mind, many people out there, and I know you guys are all great pharmacists listening, right? Many people do not know what the profession of pharmacy actually is, what we do, the hard work we put in. Help me convey that message to our constituents, politicians, and just the public. Let's have more community engagement. Let's be at the forefront of these topics so that we are not having to be the complacent complainers, but rather the leaders, the innovators, the ones creating new roles so that we will flourish for years to come. Absolutely. And amen. And with that, that is the launch of Polititalk Rx. Thank you so much for listening and being part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network, Scott. Thank you, guys. Todd, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You are the man, and I can't say that enough. I really appreciate everything you do for our profession. And you're not even a pharmacist, nope. and that is a, a crazy part. No, he's not a wannabe. He is, he is a, 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 a savior, a, um, an angel in the outfield for us pharmacists because it's truly individuals like yourself that get our message out there, and I appreciate it. And I know all the pharmacists listening right now and all the students out there listening, this is the guy. Todd Yuri is leading <laughs> our profession. Crazy, right? It is crazy. Well, guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to being your new host, and I'm looking forward to bringing pharmacy to the forefront of our communities and the national topics of uh, uh, for all of our politicians and, and our communities. So thank you. And we're out. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Polititalk Rx, part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. If you're in the profession of pharmacy or if you're in the healthcare industry, you can't afford to sit idle and not be informed about your profession. We ask you to share these podcasts with your fellow pharmacy associates, your state and local government officials, and get involved in politics in some capacity, starting with being informed. We must take action, but only when we're educated and understand the issues and policies which lead us to a better tomorrow for our profession. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Polititalk Rx and send us an email at polititalkrx at gmail.com.